How did the first 10 weeks of the NFL season impact our perspective of the NFC? We're delivering our updated NFC power rankings today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast. We are the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Lockdown Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joe, happy Wednesday. Thank you. Uh, we are on the eve of week 11 the eve. of the 2023 NFL season. Yeah. And it was our objective to talk about the NFC Power Rankings. I feel like we should probably acknowledge uh, the team that we both had in our top five on yesterday's show that just lost their starting quarterback for the year. That news came out like 15 minutes ago. Deshaun Watson, starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, broken bone in his throwing shoulder will miss the remainder of the season. Joe, how does that impact your ranking of the Browns? You had them fourth. Yeah. I had them fifth. We both had them just in front of the Houston Texans. Um, and you also had them in front of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're five and one with Watson starting at quarterback this year, right? And I believe that's while, factual. Yeah, yeah. While his play hasn't been stellar all the time, they're better with him in there. Uh, so if they're five and one with him, that means they're one and one and two, two? without yeah. him. Um, it's a tough climb. I mean, I know their defense is awesome, but you certainly, you lose something there. Um, so I think they're going to fight and claw to stay in it. And unfortunately, I think there's going to be a couple of 10-win teams in the AFC that don't get in. And, you know, we kind of went through the schedule beforehand. And they're probably 9-10 win team and not even sure if 10 gets it done. So hold them up against the New York Jets. I think it's a fun conversation. Real quick. Jets, another team, lost their starting quarterback. Very talented defense. Browns have lost a couple guys on the offensive line, both tackles. Jets too. Nick Chubb, <laughs> right? So Jet and Jets too. But yeah. point being, you got two really, really good defenses working with backup quarterbacks and watered down offensive casts. Take one the rest of the way. Which one are you taking? Who wins more games? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. I think got a little bit more of a pulse on offense. I'd be inclined to agree with that. Yeah. But that's a story for another day because we have to talk about the NFC. Well, there's a few teams with a pulse on offense. <laughs> You're on the NFC side of the fence, too. Uh, last time we were here, Joe, our respective top fives were the Philadelphia Eagles at one. Uh, you had the Detroit Lions at two, San Francisco 49ers at three, Dallas Cowboys at four, Seattle Seahawks at five. I had Philadelphia, San Francisco, Detroit, Dallas, Seattle. So we just had two and three flip-flop last time we were here. Do you want my entire top five? Uh, let's start with one. I think we're, we're probably on the same page here. Eagles. Yes. Two. 
Lions. Oh, you're sticking with it. Yeah, why, why would I switch? Why would I switch? Because the 49ers just went on the road and beat in 6-2 AFC contender by 31 points. Because they mean, got yeah. their guys back, and the entire reason they lost all those games is because their guys were hurt. I'll, let me see it again. Let me see it for a couple more weeks. <laughs> I'm sticking with my Lions, man. Okay, and, and number four? Uh, you're assuming the 49ers are three for me. Yes, I am. Yeah, they, they are. They are. Yeah. I, I mean, I kept them at number one. It was kind of like a thing between you and I, and then they rip off three losses in a row. There's going to be a little bit. Oh, of you feel some type of way about it? Yeah, we a little punishment for that. You know what I mean? That's Not like me in Dallas. Week week two, I put Dallas at one. I'm like, here we go, baby. Was that the Arizona game? <laughs> yeah, it was the Arizona game. <laughs> well, no, the Arizona game was week four. They were at they were at one for two weeks, and then they played the Arizona game, and then they played. I think the. Was the the San Francisco game like the next week or two weeks later? Pretty close, yeah. I was like, yeah. holy smokes, guys. Yeah, not helping you at all. Dallas at four. And at five. Seattle. I have it okay. exactly you, the same. You kept exactly five. the same. Yep. I also kept it exactly the same. Ah. So the only really engaging point here, I think, is you could probably look at the middle three. I think nobody's going to dispute Philadelphia at one with their record and, and their performance thus far this season, and they've – beat Dallas already. They're going to get a head-to-head. I believe it's at home against San Francisco as well as a rematch of last year's NFC Championship game. So we'll get some more clarity there on the top of the bucket. But uh, I think the middle three, San Francisco has the head-to-head win over Dallas. But if you don't put San Francisco directly in front of Dallas, then I think there does open the door for the ambiguity of what order you want to put them in. So you have Detroit in front of the group of two. I have San Francisco number two. And then I, it gave me the wiggle room to put Detroit in between Dallas and San Francisco. It's kind of, I think a a team that's a bridge between the two. Have you taken a gander at Seattle's upcoming schedule? It's it's not great. Oh boy. So this week is okay at Rams, but it's a division game on the road. Those are always weird. They already, they already lost to the Rams this year, right? Mm -hmm. San Francisco at Dallas. At San Francisco, Philly. That's Are two of those Thursday games, too? They have um, at least one Thursday yes. game in there. Yeah, I, that Dallas game's uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving in Dallas. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Is, is Thanksgiving on in the Dallas. <laughs> Wait, When is Thanksgiving? Well, I need to clarify this. No, that's the that's the week after Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving's the 20, 20 It's the 23rd this week. But, they, okay, so they still play on Thanksgiving. It's just against the 49ers. So, so they have two Thursday games in succession. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Throw your whole routine out of kilter. Right. You get San Francisco the second time. Is that one at home? They play San Francisco at home, yes. But then two weeks later, they go to San Francisco. But they play in San Francisco on Thursday, or they play at home against San Francisco on Thursday? Their home game is the Thursday against San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. So that makes it a little easier to swallow. But that helps them. Yeah. But there's a very realistic world. You better beat the Rams. Oh, yeah, you better. That's an absolute must win. That gives you the margin that you need. Because then coming out of it, you have Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Like you figure. You feel like you win at least two two or three. At least, right. Yeah. Yeah. But them sitting at six right now, it's a pretty high leverage game against a team that you have a significantly better record than. Yep. They got to have it. They got to have it this week against the Rams in LA. Stafford playing. It's going to be big. Uh, Low key. Philadelphia's schedule kind of is a 
gauntlet coming up as well. They have, they've got Dallas coming up again. They have San Francisco again. They play Buffalo. Uh, they play at Kansas City. And they're at Seattle. Their next five games. Yep. At Kansas City, home against the Bills, home against the 49ers, at Dallas, at Seattle. It's tough. This, this month, there is a good chance to shake up this conference. Because it fe- it's felt like the last three, four weeks we've done NFC Power Rankings. It's generally been status quo, and then anything after five, you could put them in any order five through ten, and then you could put them in any order eleven through sixteen. Do you know who's looking good the rest of the way, schedule wise? The, the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. <laughs> the whole thing was brought up last week on Takes on Takes. Like, if they get through the the Chargers, was like their big like, can they do it moment. And then it's like at Dallas in week 17. That's the other one that they have to be. I mean, everyone else has got like a losing record or the Vikings. Uh, so they're, so they're, they're unserious people as Kyle Brandt would say then. They just you gotta, the, they you gotta stop worrying about Kyle Brandt and all these opinions like this. Can't stand it. Driving yourself nuts with it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed him being on the, the Manning cast for the end of the game on Monday. But Bill, go. Bill's fan. Kyle loving loving watching at, the misery of Bills fans. Just at, say it out at, loud, man. You can do just it. Kyle Brandt. <laughs> just Kyle Brandt. Just Kyle Brandt. Yeah, Brandt. just Kyle Brandt. That's the only Bills fan that you're upset <laughs> to right. see. Yeah, That's definitely, right. definitely okay. just Kyle Brandt. Okay. All right. Our, yep. Transition. Transition to LinkedIn. Maybe you're looking for a job. Maybe you're Ken Dorsey. You're looking for a oh, job. Geez. Well, <laughs> these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs, and then once you do, you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers can bet $5 on a money line bet, and that'll get you $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when that $5 money line bet wins. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on this action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, futures bets, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Moving on. Middle six, 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 six through 11, the middle six of this conference. Still very jumbled, still very messy. Yeah, this is where I had some movement. Purple cockroaches at six. Yeah, it got to be right. Always and forever. I, 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 at this point, here's where I'm happy that Minnesota is having success. Do you remember in the offseason? We talked about the New York Giants and the and the Minnesota Vikings and them being playoff teams last year and them being in new regimes and how they approach things and the difference in strategy that we saw from the Giants and the Vikings throughout the course of the 2023 offseason. Mm-hmm. 
And we talked about how the, the Vikings, we felt like they had good process. They were realistic with themselves about what they were. They understood we still have to transition. We can't just jump feet first back into the deep end of the pool and expect that things are going to go well. So they move on from Dalvin Cook. They move on from some other guys. Kendrick, Eric Kendrick. Smith. I mean, yep. tons of Pete, Pat Pete. I mean, so many guys. It's nice to see good process rewarded. And that's where I'm happy for Minnesota. Because Quessy and that whole group, you know, they would have been very easy to say, we want 13 games, Joe. Let's go. Let's all in. Trade your first round pick. Go get an impact player and send it. They did. Yeah. yeah. And here they are really in the driver's seat for one of the wild cards. I think they're going to have, they've got a lot of winnable games left on the schedule at this stage. Their next three, Denver, Chicago, and the Raiders. Right. Go, go, go do it, man. Right. You know, this is your props to you. You called this out. You talked about how they were going to have a positive point differential, which is going to be the big, big <laughs> we're going to smash. We're going to smash. Right. You're going to roll right through it. Not so, the script I had planned, but we'll take it. Minnesota, really the only consideration team I had here at six. Yeah, they're they're six. They they've won. What is it? This five in a row. The six in the last seven. Joker <laughs> cousins like Josh. Josh the pastronaut. They call him the pastronaut. I don't know if you. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. He's a rocket scientist. Old Josh yeah. Dobbs. There. So um, the pastronaut. I get it. Yeah. Very clever. Uh, impressed. We're impressed. Uh, yeah, they're six. Seven for me is the Buccaneers. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, it's not really about the Bucks so much as it is the rest of the list here. Um, I think, I mean, what they got to win last week against Titans, that's helpful. Uh, they play at San Francisco next, which is very concerning. But, like, to me, it's it's not necessarily about anything that I love about Tampa Bay. It's who's next? Is it New Orleans? Is it the Commanders? Are we going to do the Falcons? Like, who is it? It's got To me, it's got to be Tampa Bay. Okay. Just out, have, of, out of the options. I do have New Orleans next let's think the talent that the talent is still here now the talent's only going to take you so far Derek Carr I believe I saw is in concussion protocol so you're going to get a little run with Jameis Winston um this team I think is really being betrayed by its its coaching and and not being put in a lot of success positions to be successful but they they have physically the players that they need to win this division they are in first place at five and five they just lost. They're on the bye this week. They lost by eight points to Minnesota. They made a late run. Minnesota jumped on them early. They're at Atlanta, Detroit, Carolina, Giants. They get Atlanta twice after the bye, looking at it. They could still go out and do this thing. But yeah, the, bye week, the bye week's critical for this team because they have just never, they, they have not put together a single complete football game other than the Patriots in the midst of their meltdown when they beat them 34 and nothing. Hey, someone's got to win the NFC South and host the Cowboys in week one, right? Like, right. <laughs> card round. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, if you're also looking for a contributing factor, right. The bucks with the head to head win over, over the saints, but it, yeah, it helps. I don't know, man. That bucks won in last week. The, the Vikings lost or the, the saints lost to the Vikings side. I think seven and eight is some combination of Tampa and New Orleans. We have it different. Okay, so then you have New Orleans at eight. Yeah. I have Tampa at eight. So we're just flip-flop. How about nine? Mm, Washington. 
I can't. Why? What do you mean you can't? I can't. They got the best quarterback of any team that's your that's in contention of of these spots. Unless you're going the with the Rams, you see the you Rams. in the you in the Rams. You can't shake them. What is it about you in the Rams? Good coaching, good quarterback, good weapons, couple of elite players. They're th- three and six, and right. they've, they've lost their last hurt. three. They lost they're four hurt. last five. They've been banged no, up. Who, they've also not, not everybody's played. banged up everybody's and hurt except hurt. for like one team. Who's the one team that's not Denver? Hurt? They who's Greg Dulcich is the only <laughs> one they have. Cincinnati, their like biggest injury right now is Tyson Anderson of like a safety. Yeah, well, it's pretty wild that there's some teams that are in that good of shape right like what, now. I, I can't couldn't can't imagine. So like I don't have a lot of sympathy for anybody's problems. They're three and six. They just lost to Green Bay. Right. They had 187 yards of offense because who played? Brett Rippon started. The, player, the players available play. Is Matt, is, if you told me Matt Stafford's out for the year, then the Rams are going to be here. Well, until with, with whatever amount of math, Matthew Stafford they've had, they're three and six. I don't know. I, if they, did, I hope Washington plays them. They don't. Washington's a competitive team. They score points. Sam Howell has yards. They have some talented players on defense. Like, Commanders, man, take command. Traded, traded two of their better players away, right? And they they won the next game against New England. I guess that's not a big deal. And they, I mean, they took Seattle to the brink a little bit there. Thirty first in the league in scoring defense. Negative they got problems, man. Negative fifty seven point differential. At least they played the Eagles close. Both guys scored thirty one against the Eagles twice, though. They've been competitive in every game except for the Buffalo game, and even that game, it was like fourteen to ten in the fourth quarter. I, don't know, I got a little. I got a little more love for. Uh, I guess the Chicago game. But listen, listen. I got a little more love for Washington. Than I think you do. You do. I can confirm that you do. Because I'm I have at nine. nine. Who do you have at ten? The Falcons. I have the Falcons at ten as well. What is there to say about Atlanta, man? Like, uh, perpetual shoot yourself in the foot team that just has blinders on too. You know, there, there's all. I'm all about process. But Arthur Smith is convinced he's the smartest guy on the planet. Utilization of these players. Two and six in their last eight. Two and six in their last eight. Lost three in a row to the Titans, Vikings, and Cardinals. Mm, you know, when you put it like that, we keep worrying about what Kurt Warner has to say about, about your quarterback. He'd rather talk about climate change, Kyle. Climate right. change. Right, I would too if I was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm <laughs> talking about something else other than my football team. <laughs> right? Yeah, I get, it. I get it, I get it. Uh, and then I have the Commanders at eleven. I have the Packers at eleven. You have the Packers at eleven. Speaking of yeah. perpetually hurt football teams, right? Yep. Got Packers above the Rams, Kyle. Can you believe it? I, I think there's a reasonable case for the bottom half of this conference to look pretty much however you want until you probably get to about thirteen. <laughs> So you do what you got to do. The middle class of the NFC, folks. What a what a thrilling bunch this is. Mm. But um, we'll get to the bottom five, which is even more thrilling here in just a moment. We got to tell you about Prize Picks, folks. You got to check them out. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is incredible. I love it. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. It's you, just you versus numbers. Here's what you do: you select two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. That's it. It doesn't take long. Picks can be made in under a minute. 
And when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. I love watching all these sports right now. I love them even more when I have a prize picks entry going into a slate of games. It just makes it that much more exciting. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So you've already tipped the bottom five. You said you had the LA Rams at, at 12 yep. in your group. Right. Um, I have the Green Bay Packers at 12, which you have at 11 in your group. I mean, we've talked about the Rams. When Matthew Stafford plays, they're a reasonable football team. When they when he doesn't play, they're an unserious football team. They're unserious people. Unserious people. Which is the quote. Unserious. Wait, un- unserious was your word to describe the Chicago Bears defensive line in the offseason. So, uh, you know, Kyle Brank used that to describe my football team two weeks ago after he's, they lost my touchdown to Chiefs. Clearly man. a listener. Clearly a listener. You know, you wanted yeah. to put that right back on you. It was definitely yeah. intentional. Yeah, it's outrageous. Uh, so we have the same four teams. We have the same four teams. Who cares? Because I got to deal with the questions on my show about it. Just ignore them. People ask me. My listeners ask me about it. Say, hey, you know, Kyle Brandt's a Bills fan. He doesn't have good things to say about the Dolphins. You should probably just ignore him and be a happier he, he, person. He would tell you he loves the Dolphins. Told, he told everybody to. in the program he loves the Dolphins. He's corny, man. He gave he gave him the angry run. So you got the two guys. You know, that was a big that was, a, was big of him. It's true. What, what are we um, talking about? The Packers and the Rams, right? The, no, the Packers. We're, we're talking about no. the, how the Cardinals are the 13th team in the NFC. Oh, really? Um, I moved the Cardinals up, but I didn't have them jump the Bears, who I have at 13. Okay. But Cardinals That's are right. on the uptick, maybe. Let's go. Tyler comes in. B-Red or whatever they call themselves. Bird gang. Can't uh, all the All the bird teams, I always forget what they call themselves. Ravens flock. The Ravens flock. Ravens. Bird gang. Bird gang's yeah. the... the Fly Eagles fly. Okay. Uh the 12th man. Did the Seahawks have any bird themed I don't know, you got to things. You know what's really cool when I went to the the Monday uh, the Sunday night football game with Dolphins Eagles is they they do the the bald eagle flying around the stadium and stuff. That was cool. A live mascot. Yes. In yeah, the they, national they roll, football they roll, game. They roll them out. They roll them out in the pregame, yeah. Wow. Are you looking that up? I see you looking at no, 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 no. I want I <laughs> I was. I wanted. To make, I had a dad joke for you, but now it's kind of ruined because you saw me looking it up. But okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, so we have Chicago. Shout out Tyson Bajan. Oh, did did he light the world on fire? No, but small school quarterback, undrafted, fourth quarterback to start camp, gets a couple starts, wins a couple games in in lieu of Justin Fields, who it sounds like will be back this week based on reports. Uh, this morning, as long as practice goes well, whatever that means for Justin Fields. Um, I think he's earned himself a long-term outlook as an NFL player, as an undrafted free agent quarterback, which is really cool. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, and he he earned that as well in the preseason. Um, yeah. Peter, he beat out Peterman, right? But, so good, good on him. Um, and he's held his head above water in, in games, which – I think you could say a lot less about other quarterbacks that have had to step into situations. So good on him. And you know, obviously you, you want to get fields in there. You want to see what he looks like the rest of the way. You got big decisions to make this off season. Uh, but it's nice to know that you can probably just rock with Bajan as your QB two and get it going. All right. Try to try to build on 
Because again, this st- statistically it was not super gaudy numbers, but I think he did enough nice things that whether it's in Chicago or it's elsewhere, like he's probably gonna be he, he definitely gonna hit tenure in the league. Yeah, get a pension. You know, right. yeah, he's he's probably gonna be five, six, seven year yeah. backup quarterback type player. Humble beginnings, right? Shepherd, yep. West Virginia. You know, just the PSAC, Joe. The PSAC. The PSAC. Uh, who do you have at 15? Well, at 14, I have Arizona. Right. Yeah, we established that. Okay. At 15, I have the Carolina Panthers. I was wondering if you were going to do this. Giants are last, man. Giants are last. And I'm leaning into kind of your thought process, like looking at this team moving forward without Daniel Jones, without Tyrod Taylor, like it's Tommy DeVito slash Matt Barkley with an awful offensive line. Like, dude, not good. Not good at all. So they're going to be picking in the – I saw today they have like the highest odds to be the number one – the team picking number one. Yep. And – you pick the quarterback, like you don't not pick the quarterback. There's no way that you like trade back or anything like that. Like you pick that quarterback and you move on. You just do. You don't just like, oh, we have Daniel Jones. Let's move back and get a King's ransom. I don't think you do. I think you pick the new quarterback and figure it out with Daniel Jones. So, I mean, this team, the last three games has negative nine, 154 and 61 passing yards. It's 2023. Yeah. Gave up 640 yards of offense against the Cowboys. I knew Dallas scored 49 points. I didn't realize Dallas had 640 yards of offense. Yeah, you, here if you're if you're the Giants, you you pick whichever quarterback you like. You keep Daniel Jones through 2024, um, and, and allow yourself the flexibility to onboard your quarterback, and then they can get out of that deal, Kyle. After 2024, they can cut him in 2025. And they will only have twenty-two million in dead cap, and it's it, which is pretty digestible based on the contract. Yeah, and you can also do that post, designate that post June first if you wanted to, or you could trade him if somebody wanted to bring on the contract without the guaranteed money involved. Yeah, which I I, I doubt, but depends on how he plays next year, I suppose. But grand scheme of things, either you can get out of that contract and you can mitigate it even more than the twenty-two if you wanted to, and um. Let's be honest, this, this team is not two players away from competing. No. This offensive line continues to need all the attention in the world. In spite of, you know, Evan Neal, has he taken a step forward this year? No. John Michael Schmitz, as a rookie, it's kind of hard to gauge. We like John coming out. I think there's some some hope and optimism there. I don't think he's killed it. But he's also playing with wet paper towels at both guard spots. <laughs> like, what, yeah. like, what are you going to do? And Andrew Thomas missed what six weeks, so you got a couple guys you could tie yourselves to. But I, total trench rebuild. I don't like the skill players. Saquon Barkley's not on a long term contract. This Aaron is going. He gave a, gave a contra, uh, top one hundred pick for has been banged up, which he's been the last few years, and is an expensive player. Top salary this year, tight end, I believe. It's going to be an interesting Levy Grail conversation with the Giants, with some of the resets and you know things that need to happen with this roster. Um, we're close. We're, we're probably work. three weeks away. Yeah, we're getting close. So we might have to do them on their bye week, week thirteen. Well, the good news is they're in the NFC, which will keep them alive for longer. I am so fired up. We get the Giants twice on Monday Night Football in the last five weeks of the season. And you, you can't Monday Night Football is not flexible, right? Isn't it only Sunday night? I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. 
Giants, Packers, and Giants, Eagles. Monday Night Football. We are so blessed that they just prioritized the New York market getting in Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. Uh, so no, Monday Night Flex scheduling does start this year for weeks 12 through 17. So you can just go ahead. Oh. And there, those games will not happen. Okay, can, can we finish with that really quick? Sure. So week 14. Okay. So we're going to go what to the NFL. What game is getting flexed? Okay, so we're, week 14 is their first one that's clearly coming out. So Giants and who do they play? It's a, oh, it's a double header, Kyle. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's a double header. Because it's Tennessee the other one is- at Miami. Yep. Green Bay. So first of all, just have Tennessee and Miami. Uh, but otherwise, let's put, I'm sure we can find something here very easily. Uh, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Um, Bill's Chiefs. Crap, that's going there, isn't it? Bill's Chiefs. It's it, it would be Eagles Cowboys, but that's already on Sunday Night Football. So yeah, well, is is Bill's Chiefs like a protected CBS game of the week or something like that? I don't know how uh, long that goes. Maybe Seahawks Forty so, ers Yeah, that's that's better for sure. That's for sure better. What's the other and week? It, uh, and then I would I would even go. Uh, Jags, Browns, or Colts, Bengals over that. The other one is Week 16. Oh, and that that's a Christmas Day game. So that's I don't know if there's different rules in in place because it's Christmas Day or not. So they're a part of another a, a triple header Christmas Day situation. Yeah, because they, they could you imagine all of a sudden your favorite team is now in the mix for Christmas to complicate your holiday. Um, but Miami and Dallas, let's put that in there. Stop. Um, we, the Dolphins played on Christmas last year. I don't think he can do it. Miami and Dallas looks like a good one to put in there for sure. Detroit, Minnesota. <laughs> Bills Chargers. Uh, <laughs> well, Bills Chargers is the sat. It's a Saturday game. It's the Peacock exclusive. Oh, that, that don't get me yeah. started on the Peacock exclusive setup. Bengals Steelers. That's also a Saturday game, but I'd love to see that one. We have options. We're not watching Matt Barkley and Tommy DeVito on Monday Night Football Shoot, late in the put, season. Put Cardinals Bears in there too. I'd rather have that than Tommy DeVito or Matt Barkley. That was like the the 20, 2019 Dolphins Bengals game that went to overtime. It was a big one. Yeah, that was like playing for the number one overall pick type. Of game. Wasn't there fights and everything in that game? Like, there's like weird that was tension the prior. between. That was the, or that was the year after. That was in 2020. Are, are the Bengals the weird Dolphins rival? That's like sort of um, a rival, but not really a rival. You guys just so they, like they played other. in 2022 on Thursday night, and the Bengals won, and two got the concussion. They played in 2020, and the Bengals played a dirty game, and that was when like Brian Flores walked across the field and was like ready to fight like Bengals yeah. players. He was like in their face, uh, and then they played in 2019 on that December. It was it was late in the year, like 15, 16. And the Dolphins blew like an eleven point lead in the last four minutes of the game, or something like that, and went to overtime. And then the Dolphins won in overtime. And it was like all this playoff or, or first overall pick leveraging. So they played. Wasn't frequently. there this big like who has done a worse job with the offensive line, the Bengals or the yes. Dolphins? Like yeah. this weird. And it all like, went back to Jamar Chase and, and Jalen Waddle and Kyle Pitts and Penny Sewell was in that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of storylines there. But that's your rival. That's gonna do it. For us with the NFC Power Rankings, spent a little bit of time talking about the Browns, spent a little bit of time talking about the Bengals on the NFC Power Rankings. Sorry. Okay. 
just like talking ball, you know. It's going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked on NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're out of here. Peace.